Welcome, welcome, Real Stories podcast listeners to another edition of Real Stories with Graham and Brian. Uh, so this week we've got a trifecta, three in one. It's like a quadfecta. Oh, it's like all the a things you want. Uh, a farming family. Uh, a, a legacy farming family. A legacy farming family. A couple that's been together since high school. High school They've been married for six. By the time this airs, I think they maybe have been married for 65 years. Uh, they have traveled uh, extensively. They have a great uh, bunch of kids, grandkids that have all kind of grown up in this area. And great grandkids. And great grandkids now. They are super nice. Some of the just great salt of the earth people. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to get some red slipper. You're going to get some whitefish falls, Canada. You're going to get some, uh, farming. You're going to get some history of the sheriff's department. Yep. You're going to get a, uh, history of some automobiles from the 1940s yeah. and 50s. Auto dealers. Auto dealers in upper Sandusky and Wyandotte County. Uh, you're going to learn, uh, what inflation means uh, <laughs> by how they could travel on fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, two yeah. two guys traveling uh, six hundred miles and back, staying for two weeks on fifty dollars each. And hey, let me tell you one more thing that you're going to learn about, and you didn't expect it from this episode: turkeys. Turkeys. <laughs> you're going to learn how the 1950s and 60s turkey industry <laughs> worked, and you're going to learn about an old barn. Uh, in yep. Wyandotte County, that is an interesting old barn. Yep, that's not actually a barn. There's stuff in here. There's a little bit for everyone. A lot going on. We hope that you guys enjoy it. This uh, episode is on Jim and M. Riley. Enjoy. guys welcome we are here with jim and m riley uh it was supposed to be a big snowstorm today and we weren't sure we we're gonna do it but here we are no we did, snow we did make a level one this morning we did that's true <laughs> well guys thanks for coming and talking to us i guess we came to you to talk, but, uh yeah so uh can we just start out like our we we talked about this already but so m you're where did you like grow up yeah, I, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, I grew up in Wyandotte County, and for years I lived over on 53. Uh-huh. Okay, I was born where uh, the Kumbach yeah. oh. house yeah. over there on 53. Oh, okay. They got their, uh, their office now? It's Wagner. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it, the one on 53 done, that they done. had the... That had the that, tennis, that the the tennis court and the, the big white house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and then we moved down the road and I went to McCutcheonsville till the fifth grade. And then we moved to Salem. Sweet. And Jim, that's where you come in. You went to Salem all the way through. You can't, ain't too many people who say this, but I'm sleeping in the same bed I was born in. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's awesome. You were born in this house. I was born in that right where the bedroom was. <laughs> Nineteen. 37? Yeah. Yes. 37. Oh, nice. Man, that's crazy. How Have you lived in other houses? No. No. This is the only house I ever lived in. Oh, that's wild. Born here in this house and, and lived here ever since. Born here and lived here. And when, oh. when we got married, Dad, moved, they moved over to where Jimmy's at. Which okay. is right over here, right? Yeah, the old brick over on County Road 47. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, oh, that's very cool. So, okay, so you grew up here and then went to Salem. Yeah. When Salem was all the way through high school. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I know Salem that, went, so how did, how, went to high school in 32, I think. Okay. So what, what year did you start around, uh, 42, 43, 44, 44. Okay. okay. Um, how, let me ask you this. How, how did you get to school then? Did you ride a bus? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The old, the old diamond T <laughs> it didn't have a seat in the middle. It had seats all around the outside. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably no heater in the winter and uh, no air conditioning in the summer, right? No. <laughs> and uh, the fellow that drove my school bus smoked cigars. Oh. <laughs> and I was the first one on and the last one off. And he pulled up, he said, look, out, Ryland, out come a cigar. Come on, stinking <laughs> like a cigar. cigar. <laughs> do, do you remember his name? Virgil Beth. Okay. Virgil uh, Best. 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 Okay. Okay. some best went to school. Yeah. Uh, Whitney? Whitney? Yes. Yeah. Would have been his dad. Oh, okay. That yeah, was dad. Whitney's dad. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So you went to Salem all the way through and you played sports. You were you, well, you, baseball and basketball and track. Yeah. So were those high school sports back then or were they club sports or? They were all sport, high, high school. school. All yeah. high school sports. Okay. Yeah. Good. Who did you guys play? Well, uh, the all county schools. It was Sycamore, Marseilles. Harpster, Horton. Okay. So McCutcheonville and there's one. Eden. One. Well, it was closed, wasn't Eden? Eden wasn't. Oh, that's right. Eden. Eden, Eden closed. closed the year before I went into high school. Oh, okay. Uh, that year, the, the year they closed, they had one heck of a basketball team. <laughs> and you would know one, Don Schilling was on that team. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, and Schilling's, uh, they lived right down there. I know mm-hmm. that that's all Schilling. Like, there's a, there was another there. by the name of Zeke, and I won't get into that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I worked the sheriff's office. <laughs> I like M tapping him on the leg. <laughs> yeah, don't get into that. He liked his beer. I'll put it that way. Hey, there's nothing wrong with liking beer. You have some records. Basketball, you're the all-time leading scorer Four. at Salem, Salem High School. Yeah. yeah. I, I learned four years in high school. Nice. Model student, straight A's every year. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I think you, you mentioned earlier when we got here no. that your uh, class rank was 12. Is that correct? 12 of us. Uh, that's yeah. pretty good. There was 12 of us, but I don't know where his rank was. And there's still eight of us left? Oh. Seven. Um, okay. Louis just died. We was eight till this last oh, Who just died? Louis Hep. Louis Hep. Oh, okay. He's oh. from Cary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that Maria's? Yes. Grandpa. That's no, her dad. That's her dad. That's her dad. Yeah. So, do you remember the rest, the names of any other classmates? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Hey, so we're let's take a quick break. Uh, and Brian, I'll just go through some stuff. So we're coming in afterwards here. I guess they call this post. Post. Yep. Uh, post production. We're, we're doing the post. And uh, I've, I went and I found at the high school and the library is a record of all of the way of every yearbook. And so I found the 1955 Salem yearbook and I found all 12 people. Uh, and I thought we could just read the will. I, I got, I, I showed, just showed this to Brian. So if he mispronounces anything, you can blame me. <laughs> but uh, so here's their class. will. we, the senior class of 1955 being adjusted sound of mind and memory do make public and declare this our last will and testament. 
And then it's got a bunch of lists. And so the first one I'll read is I, Wayne Smalley, do hereby will my curly hair to Leroy Goal. <laughs> I, Gene Park, do hereby will my long hair to Barbara Troutwine. Nice. I, Jane Frank, do hereby will my neatness to Marilyn Bird. I, Lewis Hep, do hereby will my ability to play center to David B. Now. Nice. Playing center. Yeah. Sports uh, were always a thing. Oh, yeah. I, Terry Godfrey, do hereby will my place at the top of the class to Roy Loudenslager. I, John Beach, do hereby will my ability as a chemist to my brother, Paul. Ooh, nice. Is this, yeah. That's John Beach is my neighbor. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. on the backyard over here. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, Carlos Shearer, do hereby my joking ability to Kenny Godfrey. <laughs> I, Marilyn Teal, do hereby will my tallness to Rachel Shoemaker. I, Emma Lucius, who is our Emma here, do hereby will my place as a cheerleader to Rose Ann Weaver. I, Bill Shoemaker, do hereby will my seat in agriculture class to Gary Miller. Oh, good for you, Gary. I, Jim Riley, do hereby will my ability to participate in any sport to Eugene Dibel. Any sport. Any sport. <clears throat> I, Dixie Everhart, do hereby will my ability to drive any red truck to Doty Shoemaker. Nice. So, uh, And those were witnessed by Louis Hepp and Gene Park. There you go. Uh <laughs> Their alma mater. Here's the old alma mater for Salem. Here's to our dear old Salem. Here's to our high school days. Sing out the good old songs, boys. Ring out the good old yays. Here's to our comrades, all boys. Loyal will be always. Here's to our dear old Salem. Here's to our high school days. Ra, 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 ra. Nice. All right. Hey, we're going to get back to the show. Uh, we asked Jim about how, like, you know, how the fall that and so um, he he told us some stories about how he got into farming when he was six and did all that stuff so we'll get to it hope you guys are enjoying it we bought the farm there was a leonard it was over where the dryer's at okay, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we bought that farm a year out we bought it right after i graduated from high school yeah. okay. and that's when we started the corporation okay yes yeah. okay Riley and Company. Riley and Company. Yeah. Okay. So you've been farming since day one out of high yep. school, right? I, first tractor I ever drove was an old F-20 farm mall. Okay. I was six. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Nineteen. I'd been in about 44. 46 or something, yeah. Because that's okay. what year I started the school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then just, you know, all everything. How many brother? how many siblings do you have? I got, I have one sister. Then I have a half sister. Sandy is a half sister. A lot of people think they're ours, but she's my half sister. Correct. Okay, so I'm. I've got that. Brings me to some questions. So did your did your mom and dad get divorced and yes. then he remarried? Yeah. Had dad Sandy. remarried. Mm -hmm. They both remarried. Okay. So so what were your parents' names? What, what's uh Ulrich and Mar uh, Margie. Marjorie. <laughs> yep. She was a wise. No. Uh, uh, I okay. <laughs> Uh, what what's that thing uh, that Ouija board? Yeah, yeah, yep. I always said I can tell you whether the Ouija board's monster a hill of beans because <laughs> my middle name is a W. Got a W. It starts with W. And I said, you tell me the name, and they all come up with a thousand names. They never will come. My middle name is Mike. My mother's maiden name. Wise. Oh, wise. Wise. Yeah. Okay. W-Y-S-S. -S. Yeah. What did you say your uh, dad's name 
Your first Ulrich. Name? Ulrich. That was, was his first name. And that was his that was his mother's maiden name. <laughs> oh, okay. Ulrich. I looked back, I was looking back through some plot maps, and mm -hmm. I saw in 1927 this was uh that this was Riley. Yeah, in 27 it was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where Jimmy's at? Yep. Mm -hmm. That was that came up for sale was during the depression. Yep. And it came up for sale and it didn't go for a two-thirds appraisal. So they reappraised it. Mm -hmm. And and dad put a bid on it for the two-thirds appraisal, and he got it now. Guess how much he paid for it? Oh, jeez. How many acres was it? Or, or 235 yeah. acres, I think it was. That would be sickening to know this number. <laughs> Although it would have been a different, you know, oh, it's inflation is all different. Well, yeah. it, it was uh, what did he pay for it? $43 an acre. <laughs> yeah. And, and now, wild. okay, when Dad got killed, there was no record of taxes paid. In the courthouse, and Harold Roth, yep, was my was our attorney, and my aunt said, "I think the fellow by the name of Clay bought this for Granddad," and he said he's still living; he's a hundred and two, <laughs> and he said, and so Harold told me he said he made out a piece of paper. He said, "Where is he living?" And he lived in. Attica. Attica. <laughs> no. So I went up and took Wanda with me because she knew the family and went to the door. And this lady came to the door and, and she says, well, he's in eating his breakfast. Just come on in. I'll, anyways, he he come walking out. I introduced myself and he said, sir, he says, I bought a farm for my your granddad. He said you paid two hundred and some dollars an acre, and he just run, just what I went for, and he didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he lived to be a hundred and five. Oh wow! Because I stopped a couple times and see him. Yeah. The last time I stopped, he had just died. I mean, that was nineteen. Yeah, he would have been a hundred and that would have been in seventy two. Okay. Three. Okay. Nineteen seventy three. Okay. Right after. Right, right seventy three. Yeah. Your dad died. Well, yeah. seventy three. So 73. how how old was your dad when he died? 62. He, he, okay. he drawed Social Security six months. <laughs> then, then when I got 62, I took it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, I'm still, still drawing it. How old were you when your dad died? I was 33. 30, okay. No, 30, I was thinking maybe you were 36, a younger. No. I, what do you mean dad got killed? He, he got, got killed, killed in a mobile accident. Him oh. and his wife both. Uh, That's how were, we got oh, Sandy. Okay, okay. I, I they were coming to from California. Side. They'd been out to Will and Catherine's, which was a, some yeah. of our relation. They were coming down Route One, which is Coast Highway. No, one? you you've heard of Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass. Everything yeah. on the radio now. Well, he got killed right in that area with a mile of the river. Eagle Pass. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, well, but they what were, happened? There was a car come out and Carthur was driving and just nicked her in the back with spun her uh -huh. and dad caught a pickup come from the, the other direction, direction. Oh. and uh, actually what killed him uh, this pickup had it with them, them things like this as used to be on your hood yeah yeah well it, it hit him right here and broke his neck he didn't have a mark on him Sorry. the bridge broke his neck really yeah and yeah. she died also. Yeah, well, well she, she died about a week, week after, after. Yeah, okay. a week from the, the accident. Yes. Yeah, I think a blood clot. 
Oh, man. Yeah, she ended up with a blood clot from the accident. Yeah. Yeah. It was received. Yeah. And yeah. see, my sister lived in Well, Houston see, they were going from California to his sister in yes. Houston. Yep, okay. They were going to go see her. And, but so, they were gone. Actually, Cartha had some relation at... Brownsville. At Brownsville. Okay. That's where they were going. They were just, oh, 100 miles from Brownsville on the... Uh, Eagle Pass. Yeah. So that's Eagle Pass, Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. So Sandy's quite a bit younger than you. Oh, Sandy's. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sandy just turned. Well. she she She's you, 60. She's 60. You know Randy. Two. Yeah. Well, Sandy's right behind Randy and then Pat. She's between Randy and Pat. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy and Randy, and then Sandy was born. Oh, Okay. okay. Well, There's Jimmy was born in '59, and Randy and, and, Randy and, and, right in and okay. no, Jimmy's born in '58, '59, and '60. Okay. The, the three. Well, we them. better real quick. So you have <laughs> Jimmy is the oldest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then Randy, Randy, and Patty. Oh, Patty, duh. Yeah. Don. Okay. And Rachel. Okay. And yes. then Sandy. Yes. Oh. No. How many grandkids? Uh. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. And twelve great grandkids. And wow, twelve. And two more on the way. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You've got them. Well, well, yeah, yeah. You guys did a good job. Yeah, it's a nice legacy. Yeah, man. I tell you what. Even if if we could uh, pull all of the Riley grandkids together at at their prime age and have a basketball game. Oh, yeah. Pretty darn good basketball yeah, game. Pretty good basketball yeah. game. <laughs> I don't know if Greg would remember this, but when he was like a junior or senior, he came back to he was his home for the weekend or something and I was coaching track at the high school. And Greg and a couple guys from Mount Union mm-hmm. were out playing catch on the football field. And I kind of looked at Greg and put my hands up and he throws it at me. And I, it's coming at me, and I just got out of the way. I was like, "Oh my god!" I, I just got out of the way because it was coming at me harder than any ball had ever come at me. And I thought, "Nope, I'm not gonna. Get, I can't catch that." And it just went. And I I still remember it was like, like it went went by me. I mean, it like whooshed by me like it was a rocket. Yeah, you know, he still got the record of the highest percentage wise in all four years at. Mount Union. Yeah. Well, Greg, if you listen to this podcast, you come on this podcast next. And as you can tell, we can talk about, we can do a whole podcast on Greg. So anyway, we kind of, we went way forward into the future. But so, did you go to like prom? No, we we didn't didn't have proms. We didn't have proms at at Salem. Any dances though? We had, one time we did have like a Valentine dance. Okay. So what but, grade do you remember? You guys remember like the first date? Oh, well, <laughs> we went together. Well, well all right. Okay, so I'm going to break in here. And uh, Jim struggled. He struggled to answer this one. Uh, and somehow we ended up talking about Canada. Uh, yeah. In this part. So uh, he, we do get to Jim and M's uh, first, first date, date and, and things. Uh, but it took a while to get there, and so I thought it'd be funny. I'll, I'll come back in on that segment and show you how somehow talking about where their first date was. For, for everybody listening, sometimes a lot of this stuff gets happens in post because the conversation just kind of flows, and yeah. that's why. Yeah, so, all right, we'll get back to it here. Do you remember, you guys remember, like, the first date? 
Oh, uh, well, we went together. Well, well, all right, because yeah. Bill Rowe and I went to Canada, and yeah. I turned right after you go to this. I turned sixteen, <laughs> and I bought an old forty Dodge off of John Neat. Got oh. two hundred bucks. That, that's neat's uh, car. I have. I got hay fever. Had hay fever all my life, mm-hmm. and I, I had a hay fever tell. And Dad says, "Why don't you just go to Canada for it?" And boy, he didn't have to tell me twice. <laughs> yep. I got one already. Good friend of mine, named Bill Rowe. He was working at the brickyard, fifty dollars a month a week. Mm-hmm. He said, "He says I'm going to be quitting because he was going back to school." So him and I took off for Canada. Well, it was. Three or four route changes between now and Lansing. So I had come by or made hay all day. I told Bill, I said, I'll drive you to get to Lansing. And then you go on 27. 27 then went to the bridge. There wasn't no bridge then. It was a ferry. Yeah. Yeah, you had to go. Well, anyways, I said, you get on 27, you can't. So Miss it. Yeah. Only, so we stopped and got gas. This will be on 27. Bill got on. I said, you on 27? Yep, right there was 27. I laid back and went to sleep. Yep. And I don't know how long, but probably a couple hours. And, hell, I felt Bill was pulled off a road. I said, what are you doing? He said, i got to make a bleacher call. Well, you know, hell then, there was no traffic. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, a damn plane comes down over. Big plane. I, I don't remember no airport here. Yeah. I said, you on 27? Yeah, then I want 27. Well, you would. Yeah, well, you would. Anyway, so I laid back and went to sleep again. Then he woke me up. He said, hey, we got to get gas. He said, we just pulled into this town, and there was a sign, Fort Wayne, 15 miles. Oh. <laughs> We're going the wrong way on 27. <laughs> That's a that's a long way out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole gas. We went back, got gas at the same station. We did. turned back around and headed back up. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, then we went on up, spent a week up there. We started from in the car. Every once in a while, I'd let off on the gas, and it 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 rattled. I told Bill, so we stopped in the Sioux, and at that time the Sioux was right where that station's at. It was I pulled in there. And this guy said, you got a universal <laughs> joint going out. I thought, oh, geez. <laughs> Bill and I left here with 50 bucks a piece. I'm going to Canada. <laughs> Not going to need any money, right? 1990. <laughs> yeah. And that should have been plenty. Yeah. yeah right. Well, anyways, yeah. Uh, he took it all right. And he said, yeah. And he looked, hell, I glad he had a universal joint. It would fit that thing. <laughs> and I told Bill, I said, Jesus, you know, I don't know what this is going to cost. But we didn't have a heck of a lot of money. But I thought, oh, I could go back to Whitefish Falls and people knew me. I said, I can get some money there probably. No, so no. anyways, he come back and I said, how much is this going to cost? He said, well, about uh, uh, all of everything, $3.75. Oh, I couldn't get half, the money out fast enough. Half parts, half labor, right? Well, anyways, we, come, we headed for home. Got to Lansing, and Bill was driving, and the cop stopped him. He was going 40 in a 35-mile-an-hour, you know. And then the, both these beards, both of them had a beard worse, more than years. Yeah, these are the cops. They, were, they just was having a centennial. 
And this, they thought we'd been drinking. You don't see kids, they'd stick their head in the car and ask Bill a question. They just go and copy. He said, well, you know, he said, you was going like this. He said, he said, somebody got, they got in a wreck out here and he said, it was a fatal. Bill said, hey, might get killed? <laughs> <laughs> well, the cop stuck his head in the window again. You been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was the last one. I had to drive the rest of the way home. <laughs> when was the first time you went to Whitefish Falls? Uh, about 1946. Okay. okay. Dad bought that in 46. How did he end up connected? All right. If you don't mind yep. me asking. There's... During a war, mm-hmm. and farmers could get gas because they farm. Yeah, but John Neat at that time mm-hmm. owned Neat Sales and Service, and yep. there was a bunch of guys. And he asked Dad to go along because he could get gas. Oh, and they, they only had like two horsepower motors. Hell, yeah. yeah, they put a couple five gallon can of gas in it, it last them a week, you yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> anyways, they. Headed for Canada, and he went with him a couple of years. So you John probably Neat. heard Stumpin' Spry owned the the grocery there then. Oh, okay. And they owned the cabin. We had the old log cabin. Okay. And he come out. Ernie, which was Ernie Spry, come out there to see. You know, the guys was all getting along good. Mm-hmm. And Dad said, if you ever want to sell this, he said, I might be interested in it. And he said, sold. <laughs> well, guess what he paid for it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> After what you told me, what he paid for the 242 acres of farmland. Okay, ground. this was an old log cabin. <laughs> yeah. Seven acres. Well, On an island in Lake island. Here. On an island. <laughs> which, which then would have been probably not easy to get to. I would imagine no, it's pretty. I, yeah. It's remote Old today. wood boat. Old wood flat bottom boats. The Indians made them boats. They were yep. flat bottom. And you set them out. The cracks, you know, <laughs> did leak like a sieve for about three days. You throw in the water so it swells swell up. up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, what did he pay for it? $5,000? Oh, uh, you're a little high. $1,700. I'll take two. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what an investment. Yeah. Why did he say what it's worth today? Oh, yeah. Some of that stuff sells It's getting for. crazy up so there. So did Neats have a place up there? He, Dad and him bought this together. Oh, okay. John Neat. John yeah. owned it with Dad till he got where his age, he got where he could, yeah. couldn't go anymore. And he sold his half to Dad. Okay. And, that, and that's the Neat that had uh, the car lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a, we got broke into the cabin. Oh. This is way back. <clears throat> And then John Eat, and I still got a couple of John Eat pens yeah. up there. Uh, well, this, this, whoever broke in there stole a couple of these pens. And they went to the old grocery at Les's yep, general store yeah. to get lead for them. And he, Les knew that name. Yeah. And he called the cops and they ended up getting the kids. Uh, so, Les Williamson? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he owned a grocery. Grandparents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Stump and Spry's on one side and Williamson's on the other. Okay, that's right. It, right there in Whitefish Falls. Right in mm-hmm. them too. And he he raised his family of four children. Yep. And they lived up above that. <laughs> yep. What year was that old cabin built? 
1937. Okay, the one you guys had forever. That was yeah. from 1937. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that cabin was built. And then what about the white cabin that's over there? That was built in 1953, I think. Okay. 54. Just as a bunkie? Just as? No. No. Oh. A fellow that... Wilcox. Mr. Wilcox they were owned from, it. They were from Toronto. Okay. And they were good friends. And he lost his wife. And they come up for two or three years by himself. And she'd bake pies or something. The kids would take a piece of pie out for cookies. And I told him one time, I said, hey, if you ever want to sell this, I'd, I'd be interested in it. And we sat here eating dinner one day in December, and the phone rang. It was... It was Phil. He said, Jimmy said, I want to sell my cabin. He gave me a price, and I said, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, give me your bank, and I'll have it. Boy, I, I got a down payment on in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, well, especially as close as that is to you yeah, guys. Yeah, it's, it's now, fantastic. There's 17 acres there now. Pig Island. Yeah. Is Pig Island the actual name of that island? Yeah, Pig Island. There's two, or, two islands there. Pig Island is where we're at. Yep. Teepee uh, Island. Teepee Island is, okay, where the nearest spot, Uh huh. I've seen water go through there. There's two islands there. Yeah. yeah. Where they go? Where there's a couple cabins on that one now, right? Oh, no. Oh, there's that one whole family owned that West Tart, and they were all, they built four different cabins. The and Coleman's. now they still own one of them. The rest of them has passed on. Okay. Well, it might be two or the, the main cabin, I'll bet. Just the main cabin was what they one clear on the end of the, white cabin. The white cabin. Up on the rock. Up way that was the main cabin, Coleman's. Is that, Coleman's. The one, is that the one with the steps down to the, okay. <laughs> like the fly right, in? in well, season, well, this they, is on the end of the island. Oh, okay. Gotcha. On, on the, right on the end, you know, you come around and then it's. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. out there on the point. And, it, yeah, and right it's, up, point. it's yeah. up like on the top. And then there's the two like. Uh, kind of like our cabins on the sides. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Neat. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, man, I, I, here's one for you. What's the biggest fish you've ever caught up there? Well, have you ever seen the one I got mounted yeah. up there? Yeah. That's okay. it. Yeah. A 46 pound. Oh, yeah. 40, 46. 44. 45 and 40. a fourth or something. Okay. 45. It's yeah. musky. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's 54 uh, 50, inches long. 54. 54 inches that's, that's long. A I think 56. Big body, man. Right? Yeah. Well, now can you, you take even... you take those bigger fish like that if they're if they're females, they get them big bellies. Yeah. This one was a male. Mm-hmm. Probably if it had been a female, it probably weighed four or five pounds more. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you catch it? Uh, fish. Don't ask a okay, fisherman where they catch it. You know where though. swift currents at. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Way out there. When you go past Birch Island, yeah. All right, there's a all open water. Yeah. There's a shoal right out in the middle of that, and I can I I can find it. It's about seven or eight feet. Okay. Just all that. I don't know how many muskies we've caught off of that. Okay. But and I've got another one that mounted there. It's it was four. It's twenty some pound. Yeah, 23 yeah, or something. Yeah, it was the first one I caught, and I had it mounted. Yeah. And I've, I don't know how many I've caught since. Catch, catch them on spoons? 
On spoons? Uh, musky killer. That was what they called a musky killer. It was a spoon with, uh, with a, it's a big, big bait. Yeah. But the bait's hanging right on the fish. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a brand new bait and he just beat the hell out of it. <laughs> it's hanging right on oh, Never nice. got to use that, that bait again. Yeah. Huh? Uh, never. <clears throat> uh, so over the years, I mean, how many different? Did you? I know the Bacon's. We're always bringing people up. Oh, did you guys? We wish we'd have kept a book. <laughs> a we did because you know, uh, especially our kids would take two kids, yeah. bring kids, and we've lost all trying. You'll be no surprised idea. if people say, "Well, I was up there with with Patty or somebody, <laughs> and they were the kid." You know, hell, we forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yep. so you bought the place in 1953, right? Is, is yeah, that just the the one cabin. Just, you just your your first place up there was no it? the second place. No. Oh, the second. Okay. No. First place was bought in 44. 44. Right. 46. 46. 46. Okay. Off of Ernie's Off of, right. Yes. Yeah, yes. With and that you shared with Neats, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's the neat that they lived on the corner of Sandusky and Church? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. That's the house that uh, Nita <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, they Jesus. Yeah. the new Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yep. The new cabin yeah, right back think, there on uh, the wall. Small. Yeah, Small lives there. Yeah. 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 And the other one's in here someplace. What? So, so, so Where you got the old cabin? You got it around here somewhere. Yeah. The picture? Yeah, I do. So are you guys the... <laughs> You and Neats, I guess, and probably Neats to a, a greater extent. Are you the original Upper Sandusky... Uh, well, the, the owner property there, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, but uh, that there was a lot of them went up with the needs. Sure, but they rented this same cabin. So, do you he, have any idea how they? Yeah, that's right. I was. How did he? How uh, did they find it? John Needs got it started, and there was about four of them. There was a doctor out of Galleon, and uh, the guy that lives right next to John. Here's the old. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the one that I remember. I yeah. guess I, I saw your I saw yeah, your new one. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 But this is the old. Yep, that's and, a great cabin. And it, yeah, it and it used to be all growed up like this. Of course, we pulled all that now. And yeah. that was outdoor plumbing. Yeah. So oh yeah. yeah. Well, still, just still. There was no electric. <laughs> there was nothing. Right. Nothing in it. Yeah. It was just a cabin. It had a wood stove. Yep. Yep. And that was it. Because uh, when Bill and I went up in 53, because uh, that's that's what we had. We had an old wood stove. And yeah. <clears throat> and just fishing and taking, what, you guys just fish and eating the fish? Take potatoes yeah. and we, fried when potatoes? When we left here, we probably had a ham or yeah. something like just, that. Just in case the fishing oh. wasn't and good. A oh, couple, pack, couple pack of cigarettes and you <laughs> get, okay. Black cat cigarettes. <laughs> no. Nice. Three bottles of booze because it's easier to carry no. them here. No? No. There was a... Uh, well, you were 16 then. Oh, yeah. 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 I was 16. Just turned 16. Hell, I was only 16 for about a week before I went up there. Oh, that's... Well, awesome. Those cabins up there are great. So so you were... Before... I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to do a timeline here. When you first started going up there, how... How did you get to your island? Did you go from the, from the gas dock though, or because we park parked at was Bayville. Okay. When Bill yeah. and I, because Gravel Road wasn't Bill there. Bill and yet, I right? pulled no, in. I, yeah. When we pulled know. in, the time we went, Bayville was just being built. They okay. was just building the forties, fifties, and then some lady 
build it. And I can't tell you what her name was. No, okay. no I can't Was either. Bay Villa built for that TV show? Rainbow Country? No, the one no. across. The, the, one, the, the other one, one across. The form, one across yes. is all built by that TV. Yeah. Yep. Rainbow Country. Then, you yeah. know, I had never seen that. And the guy, Davison's, that had a cabin there that's up from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yellow and cabin. And he was going to get yeah. me a film that's saw and... Well, he went home that winter and he died. <laughs> I didn't get the film. <laughs> well, that's, my that's dad a... now seen it on TV. It was a TV yeah. series. Yeah, it's a CBC. Or went I for never a couple years, it. I think. Yeah, I think it, it did too. Rainbow yeah. Country. Uh-huh. Okay. So j- jumping in here for another quick break. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of Canada talk there. And yeah. we get, we, there's more Canada talk to come, but uh, Jim, uh, my family, Brian, like we've all uh, you know, been going up to Canada since we we're kind of, I don't know, you've been going longer than I have. There, there's a lot of people in Wyandotte County that have been that to, go to White the Whitefish Falls. Falls area. And yeah. Brian and I have, all, you know, actually the reason, one of the reasons we wanted to talk to Jim and M was just sort of talk about the Whitefish Falls upper connection. So yeah. we did get to the bottom of some stuff because yep. we found out that it was John Neat was yep. sort of like the maybe, maybe, maybe the first. Maybe the first, yeah, yeah, or at least was in amongst that a group that was the first, and yeah, then, uh, and so he owned Neat's Auto yep. or Neat's. Uh, it, it was Neat. Uh, Might have been like an Oldsmobile dealer. I can't remember if it yeah. Ford or I, I forget what they sold, but uh, it was right there where the the library is now. Yeah, the current yeah. library. Yeah, um, and then that ended up burning down right later uh, after he sold it. But yeah, yeah, yep. burned down, uh, and then. Uh, so anyway, we talked uh, about that, and it's fun. Like that's I got a big place in our heart up in Canada. <laughs> yeah, talked about Forbes uh, and uh, Bay Villa, which if you know, it, it's the gas dock. So, so, some <laughs> of you listening are listening because you know Jim and you, you've been up there and you know all this stuff. But yeah, there are the gas docks, and there's ice cream there, and you can go buy worms and lures and yeah. uh, coffee, you know, cold, cold coffee, and yeah. maybe a sandwich out of the cooler. Yeah, and then those guys also do a lot of like the the side, me- you know, maintenance mechanical work for a lot of people. The winterize there. your boat, winterize your cabin, stuff like that. Yeah, clear yeah. out the water lines, and then they t- uh, mentioned uh, Les Williamson. Yep, who was uh, right, our really great friend uh, from Toronto that. His, whose family is from Whitefish Falls. His mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan Pound and his mom, uh, Peggy Pound, Peggy Williamson. Yeah. And they're, you know, great, great folks uh, that we know from up in that area. So and a I, little shout out to them. I talked to Pound five times a week or yeah. at least text with text him. Text with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is a great guy. He is. Great guy. And cool then, dude in a loose mood. Yeah. <laughs> and then we even kind of talked about their cabin because uh, Jim talked about how his cabin was built by the same yeah. designed by the same people that built pounds cabin. Yep. Uh, pretty neat. That cabin that the Riley's used to live on. If you, if you've never been up there where it's, it's an Island in Lake Huron and they had this old log cabin that was built in the 1920s. Yeah. By stump and spry. Is that, is that who it was? <laughs> yeah. Okay. By Ernie, Ernie spry. Uh, that's the name we got there. So kind of just neat to, hear those old stories and yeah jim talked about his big fish that he got that's a, that's a big uh, i've fish. seen that fish up there and it is a monster it, it's did he say it's hanging in his uh cabin in the cabin yeah, yeah. okay uh and again those of you that don't know jim's sort of even up there where you know jim riley's not from there but he's sort of a local but he knows there. as many people up there as anybody oh, else he summers there he's summered there 
for a very long time. Half a century. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's a fixture up there and it's kind of a neat, this kind of a neat thing. So then there at the end, we talked about Adventures in Rainbow Country, uh, which was a Canadian TV show aired on the CBC only for two years, 1970 and 1971. Uh, and then it was rebroadcast in the States in the, what, mid-80s? In the 80s Nickelodeon. on Nickelodeon, yeah, yeah. back before, uh, you know, I was a poor kid growing up. So yeah, we had, we had three channels. It wasn't, one of, yeah, wasn't one of the channels I got growing up. Uh, but they, yeah, they, they put that on. Uh, they were in 26 episodes, and it's basically uh, just a story of the adventures you can get into. Yeah, I think it was a, it was a small town, Canada. Rainbow Country is what they kind of call that area on the north shore of Lake yes. Huron. And uh, Rainbow Country kind of encompassed that whole like mentality of being on the lake shore of Lake Huron. So, yep. Uh, I think they even got into like Manitoulin Island for some filming and, and stuff like that. Yeah, down on Birch Island, Manitoulin. Yep. Yeah, and out on the water. And they did some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jim told us a story. And actually, I had real bad audio on it. And so I had <laughs> to cut it out. But so we, I tell it just for Jim real quick. But of, of one of the, some of the people that were involved in the filming of that. And one of the kids, one of um, the Cywink kids, was helping them get their plane unstuck. They they remember they broke the they they had a leak in one of their. You don't remember this story? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So the so one of they used a plane. That a lot of those the actors came in on the planes or like the producer directors yeah, whatever float planes on yeah bush plane and yeah. they came in and what they got a leak in one of their. Pontoons. The tunes. And so they ran it up, they got it up on the shore to fix it and they got it fixed, but then they couldn't get it off the shore. Oh. So they they were worried that it still was leaking. So one of the Cywink boys, I'm thinking it's probably Mike Cywink's dad or grandpa or somebody, they tied the front end of their boat to the plane and then they pulled it with the boat out into the water. And then when it got in the water, they realized it still had a hole in it. So they just had to take off and they took off and the boat was still attached to it. What? Yeah. You don't remember him <laughs> no, telling I don't us remember yeah. the story. Yeah. No, Did so, he tell you this that day you went out to talk to him? No, it was on the recording. Oh, it just okay. had like, uh, there was something clicking in the background the whole time. Oh, so okay. I cut it out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he said the guy had to like jump out of the boat and then they <laughs> landed the plane back over and then, you know, ran it back up on the shore to get the boat or whatever. But oh, geez. yeah, so anyway, all right, let's get back to it and we'll see if we can learn when uh, Jim and M started dating. Yeah. So, okay. So we, we got off of the topic. Yeah. So then, then after you went up with Bill, you came back and you guys started dating. Oh, <laughs> Close. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good job. And then dated. We're dating when you graduated high school. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then married pretty quickly after. I always said the best. Two thing, years. We got married. The best thing that ever happened. Uh, was you married up? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you went together. Yeah. It you kept, kept you out of trouble. Uh huh. Having a sure. girlfriend. Well, they just you, you didn't be out help raising hell. You know. That's right. <laughs> yep. So you guys got married when you were 20? Are you guys the same we age? We were both 20. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was... 57 uh, She was 57. 20 and I was you 19 were, and... No, you were 20. Your birthday... I guess when we your got birth, married. Your birthday's two days before. <laughs> so you guys have been married for 65 Five years. years. Wow. 66 yes. gentlemen. Yeah. 65. Good for you. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the secret? 
I don't know. <laughs> that's that's the answer. That's, yeah, that's, that's, there is only no acceptable answer. answer. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I have no idea. So, okay, so where'd you guys go on your honeymoon? California. California. Whoa, oh, nice. I got a relation. Yeah. We My granddad's sister, two sisters, lived in. We moved when they got married. Went to California. That's Did you nice. take the Dodge? Take the 1940 Dodge? No. Seven Plymouth. <laughs> yeah, so you drove out. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a hot car at that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went from Fresno to L.A. on average 93 mile an hour. And I was by far, wasn't by far the fastest guy on the road. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, so uh, is that a brand new? That was brand new? Oh, uh, no, it was. But our what car- year did you get married? 57. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, was, but I bought it, it. That's when it, they come out in 56. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so always was, a year ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Well, well that was I had a 56. All these cars covered up. that damn thing up. was the damnedest car yeah. of our own. It was well, no count. That, yeah. that was a year that all the cars were, we couldn't figure out what it was because we, we got married in July. So, they were covered you know, up covered up because you could they didn't come out the new, new ones till, till about september or, yeah. or something okay it was yeah. a big unveiling and, yeah. yeah well everything it was john it was john the Etzel, wasn't it huh in etzel oh was that the name of them the etzel the ford etzel etzel it <laughs> yeah. came yeah. out yeah. And they were all covered they were all covered <laughs> we could see we them. pulled in this place and i want to pull the thing up <laughs> anyways, that was one of the answers. They'd like to cover those up today too. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a great they, car. Yeah, they never, they never went. But no. that's, but that's was when they came. Yeah. Out. So you drove. How long did it take you to drive out there? Oh, two weeks. Yeah. Well, we oh, we we went to yeah away, we went, went to through. Yellowstone and uh, oh. yeah. you go up through like uh, eighty, right? I, I don't know. Through South Dakota. <laughs> 65 and, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we went, I guess that, that we went to Northern Route and come back to Southern Route. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Em, did you, were you, did you ever work? Or, I mean, I, I'm sure you were no. busy, but like, <laughs> did have you always been like the farm mom? No. Well, I was after, I worked at Swan Rubber in the office. Well, when you was talking about him paying like $3 and something, when I went to work at the Swan, which was in 55 or 56, probably yeah. 56. I got 75 cents an hour. And when I left there, after we got married, I got made a dollar an hour. So I made $40 a week. Yep. Yeah. That's... Okay. That get you to Canada back. <laughs> right. <laughs> back then. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then you guys married, kids, yep. working the farm. Now you've got grandkids. Mm-hmm. So you guys have lived in this house. 65 years. For six. I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've lived here your whole yeah. life. I've, whole I've lived in my house for 12 years, and yours is so much cleaner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this hasn't changed. This room here was added on in 1970 because Dad got killed, and we didn't have this room done. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Brian and I are going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to get a little segment in here on the star theater three 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 minutes, minutes on the star theater <laughs> so uh, brian and i were just in a show i've actually been in two consecutive shows at the star theater yeah and this is it's the spring of 2023 <laughs> and i was in mash jan stoneburner put on mash it's barely april of 2023 that's true it's just I mean, barely spring yeah. but uh i was uh i was Fortunate enough that Jan Stoneburner asked me if I'd help run sound and the boys 
ran the lights uh, with uh, Gary and Ruth McCreary up at the Star Theater. And it was a cool experience, actually. Sure. Uh, Jan's a great lady, and MASH was cool. It was just kind of, you know, MASH. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty heavy. Brad Baker and Ron Boos and just a ton of great people were in it. And that was cool. But then uh, Brian and I did a show. We did. Well, go ahead and tell <clears throat> them about that, Brian. We did uh, The Bottoms Down at Sea, the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who weren't around for the first one, because it was COVID, uh, or at least right at the, kind of the beginning of COVID, uh, David Bacon wrote and produced and directed this, uh, the, the bottoms down manner, the original bottoms down manner, Bot- bottoms up at bottoms down, Bot- manner. Yep, bottoms up and bottoms down manner. <laughs> and I, I played the main antagonist, I guess. Brian, and- <laughs> Brian's role is the, is father's evil, illicit solicitor. I, I am, I'm the bad guy. I'm the one trying to steal all the money. Nigel Dithbone, or yeah. is it Nimrod Dithbarrett, or is it Nero Damascus? Yeah. Uh, we, we never can get Brian's name right. In one the of the show. ongoing jokes is yeah. one, one of, one of the one many of ongoing jokes that only I think people in the cast understood. But yeah. so anyway, David, yeah. So in 2021, um, coming out of COVID, I mean, really kind of still during COVID, we only could have 30 people in the theater. Yeah. Um, and we put on six shows for 30 people each. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, it was real wild. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, and towards, I think the second week we were allowed to have 40, if I remember right. Might be like right. they changed it right at the end there. Yeah. So, and, uh, so anyway, so we all joked afterwards that we would do a sequel and then <laughs> lo and behold, around Christmas time of this, of 2022, David. Bacon, who's my father-in-law, said, presented us all with a, a script. And now, so, to be fair, he emailed it to me in July. He did have it. I got. He did. He have was. One. He was working on it. Yeah, yeah. he had an early. And, and when I said script, earlier. it's pretty close to the same. And, and when oh, I yeah. when I said something to him about it, uh, he he said, "Yeah, I've been working on the script." I said, "Email it to me." And sure enough, in my inbox that night, it was there. I nice. couldn't believe it. And yeah. we, actually, we were in Canada when he sent it. So oh, I, cool. So I got to read it up there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah. So anyway, so Brian and I and every one of my of the of the Bacon family was in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Nidacor, Mark Nidacor, Greg and Jess Moon, Jordan and Graham Treadway, me, and then all of our kids. Mm-hmm. And then Brian was in it with his daughter Eleanor, and I mean Brad Baker, Zach Morrill, Alex Barth. Uh, ben and Hannah Mullins, Kurt uh, Bidelcheese. We can't forget him. Kurt Bidelcheese was in it because <laughs> he's dress. he's sold out for this one. He yeah. did, he did, and it was his first show and, since kindergarten. He was uh, George Washington in a kindergarten play. So he went from George Washington to to a man wearing a dress. A man wearing yeah. a dress. Yes, but she filled out nicely. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Boyd was in it. Uh, Dan and Leslie Heyman and Kurt's son. Kurt's son Jack, Jack was in it yep. and did a great job. He did. Uh, yeah, my son Thomas, Georgia, Simon, all did great. Everybody, everybody, it was fun. Yeah. Anyway, that just ended. So that's why Brian and I have been on hiatus. Yes. Uh, is because we've been... We've been busy. Yeah, we have been busy. <laughs> Sorry. And, we were doing uh, charity work. As much as I have sort of boundless energy, I, I never quite had it in me to say, hey, Brian, it's 940 and we're <laughs> Tuesday. Do you want to go? I know uh, we've been at play practice for the last three and a half hours, <laughs> but how about if we go record for an hour or I, so? I can only request so much time of my friends. Yeah. And Brian is at the limit. It was so. rough. <laughs> yes, but fun, and, it, and it I, I thought the show went really well. It was fantastic. Yeah. If anybody had the opportunity to see it, I hope you enjoyed it. We really enjoyed putting it on. It was fun. Yes, so. yeah. 
uh, Star Theater has other shows coming up. You know, make sure you guys try to support local theater. You yeah. know, if you can. Uh, the Star Kids does a thing, and then they're doing like I don't know, maybe they're doing SpongeBob and some. Yeah, I don't know what all they have coming up, but there's a there's a whole slate of they've uh, got stuff shows for sure. Yep, four or five that uh, I think they were that they announced before our show. Uh, they announced you know on yeah. stage for people. So um, Star so. Theater's been around Upper for a long time. Yeah, uh, it used to be owned by Leo Jones, was the original was owner of Star Theater, and uh, yeah, they had th- that was back in the day when when movies toward some the actors would come through occasionally oh. and some of the some of like those big you know picture actors uh spent a night in upper sandusky downtown. Yeah, yeah yeah back in the day so huh. uh anyway at least that's what it says in the the wind up pictorial so <laughs> uh anyway all right well we're gonna get back to uh we'll get back to the show here great what's the secret to filleting a fish filleting yeah to cleaning a fish, you know, to cleaning a fish and filleting it. I use an electric knife. You do? I I can do it. Yet with the old, you got to have a. The, the bigger they get, the sharper a knife you got to have. Yeah. You usually, you want to. I always use two knives. So one to kind of trim. Mm-hmm. You don't want it real sharp or it goes through the skin. Oh. Like a boning knife, almost. It's just like okay. I got flaying, flaying knives, but I want to be not too sharp. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, you use an electric knife. I, think I Mark use an electric knife. Electric. You I, probably taught Mark when, when you sure you do yeah, before, but yeah, I, probably because I think Mark uses an electric knife also. Every, every time you go to one of those like filleting stations at the lake or or someplace like that, they're all using an electric knife yeah. too, and, and they're fast. It's just it's a lot quicker. Oh yeah, that's I. I could do it. The only the, the bigger ones is that you have to go through the bones. There's some yeah. <clears throat> just a normal fish. I'll take it. I can do it still with a regular flying knife. Yeah, yeah, nice and easy. Yeah. What's uh? What about? Is there any secret to just catching fish like that? You you think other uh, than finding them? Uh, there's <laughs> a there's a special hook if you want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch we, of hooks. Because <laughs> now Randy come up with this. I bought uh, the worm harness. They had three hooks on them. They don't make them anymore. You cannot buy one. You got two hooks. Huh. Yeah. Randy says that's the best damn hook because huh. you don't lose them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There's, there's hooks that aren't worth a damn, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Walmart. I'm sure if you buy a hook at Walmart, it's not the same as getting a good the hook, you know, it, it's all, it's all in the material now, they make them out of. Uh, yeah. What's your name? I go fishing up the lake and he's got, I don't know what kind they are, but they're red. And he claims that they're the cat thing for the <laughs> yeah. perch. He okay. said, you catch a lot more perch on red hook. Hmm. I don't know. I, he got <laughs> yeah. me some. I know. That one day I wasn't catching any. He gave me one of them. Hell, I started catching them. But <laughs> he yeah. prob- I don't know whether he, it was a hook he, or not. He right. probably had you 100 feet away from the from the, from the school. And he yeah. was just teasing you. Randy was on the beach in Florida the other day. Yeah. He watched him pull in this fish. Whoa. Oh, that's a grouper? Yeah. yeah. He said it weighed 400 pounds. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a Goliath grouper? Man, oh. that's crazy. He said there was, a, a, you know, a man and a woman had a men and... They seen that she had something, and they said by the time they had done, she had quite a. They had quite a group. Then yeah, I, I guess they're uh, what do you call them? 
You can't keep them. Yeah. Oh, okay. to catch and release. Yeah. 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 So she said they they kind of cleaned them up, took pictures, and then they. Put him, him back, back in the water. lake. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But let him swim away back to his no, I'll tell you what. If you catch a muskie and you put him in the boat, <laughs> you might as well keep him. Yeah, because yeah, they're dead. Yeah. I, I, I had a game warden up there. And uh, I, you don't get I was talking to him. Uh, <laughs> and I deer hunted with him some. And I always told him, I said, hey, you put one in the boat, you might as well keep it. He says, you're 100%, 80% will die. Yeah. That big and... one I caught, I, I netted that and put it in the boat and never wiggled. I had it war completely. Yeah. yeah. He pulled that big boat of mine down to a lake, probably 100 yards. <laughs> really? I just hung on to the pole. Yeah, it was no use cranking it. You just yeah. got to wait for him to wear out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was, everybody said how long. I had him on better an hour. Really? I had... 25 pound test. I, yeah. yeah. A lot of drag. That's, that's using the drag. Well, hell, I, I just held the pole for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't crank it. He just, he just kept right on going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's good. Okay. So uh, I apologize, but we had a little bit of a strange thing happen. And then uh, we ended up asking Jim to just tell us some stories. Uh, about about stuff up in Canada. So here we here we go. Harold come over, and just her and I was up there, and the weather was kind of crappy. But anyways, Harold had a friend come from Pittsburgh, and Harold come over and he said, he said Jimmy said I'd like have you take me to McGregor. He said I know you know the water. And I said well yes, but I don't know as good as I do here. But yeah, I'll take you. So we went over, and Harold and I both knew the game warden really well. We know more and started to troll, and here come the game warden. And it was so Harold. And he seen it was Harold. He knew Harold, and he knew me. But he had a game warden with him. He was in uniform. He never was in uniform. He always had his dog with him. Yeah. And anyways... Oh, hell, he said, come up, shook hands. Harold shook hands with me. And we talked for about 10 minutes. And he said, well, we got to go. And this guy said, we better check your license. Ah, uh, Harold said, still what he said. Hell, I'm, I know them guys. He said they owned 40,000 lights. They got, then we got back talking again. Then we hear, he said, Silva said, we got to go. This guy said, we got to check our license. He said, no, and he way went. I think it took six years off of Harold's life. <laughs> oh, no. This guy he brought forgot he didn't have a license. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harold, Harold's Harold said freaking out the whole time. time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy don't got a license. All right. Uh, so, uh, well, I think the statute of limitations has passed on I don't want that guy's license. I assume. Harold's, yeah. Harold's license. Yeah. No, it wasn't Harold. It was Harold's friend. Oh, I the, thought it was Harold. Yeah, okay. as the friend he brought along didn't have a license. So, right. yeah, uh, if you if you've ever if you've ever been out and were stopped by like a game warden, uh, it even if you have all of your paperwork in order, it's still kind of unnerving. You oh, know? for sure, because they don't mess. No, they don't. Nope. They're uh, and and I you know the last thing you want to do is be in trouble and you want to be compliant and you know yep. get everything right. But it's it's funny to hear that for the last. 75 years people have been worried about not having a license <laughs> uh, brian will attest to this but i'm i'm not like a big fisherman and but i took some 
and edit it in. And they caught some fish and they're going to bring them home. And I didn't know that. You, oh. I knew you had to freeze them. Yeah. And I knew you had to do that, but I didn't know you had to keep the skin on them. You have to keep the skin on them. You're only allowed to have so many, depending on your license type. There's a conservation license and a like, like a sportsman's license, I think it is. And depending on which one you have, you can have different amounts of each one. And, yeah. And they have to be a certain length. And you have to get, like you said, keep the skin on so they can verify the the. Uh, the make and model <laughs> oh, it is Aiden Ole and Bryce Arnold. And anyway, they were up there and they caught a bunch, decent amount of fish and they yeah. brought fish home. And then they ended up at the border. Not only did they not let them bring the fish across, they find them. Oh yeah, for sure. I yeah. was like, geez, like, yeah. so they're intense. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, so oh, yeah. You don't mess around at the border. You yeah. do not mess around at the border. Nope. And not only that, but those kids now have a, a record. Like they, they're on file as having smuggled once or tried or tried. And and, and I, and I know this, uh, because like, if you're listening, (laughs) I I, I was in that same boat when we were about 16 years old. Yeah. So that's how old they were. Yep. Uh, so, okay. Segment up, uh, we talked to M about work. And it ended up, uh, we ended up going down a wormhole about oh, yeah. turkeys. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious in retrospect, especially just of like, how did we end up talking about turkeys? Listen, for- I don't know where that came from, but that discussion, just listen. And, and it, it got, <laughs> it got out of hand and we were there for every second of it. T- turns out <laughs> M and Jim know a lot about the turkey industry. Well, they just know a lot about a lot. They do. Yeah. yeah they, they, you know, they're so fun to talk to. And, yeah. And they was. were getting worked up too when we were talking about these yeah, turkeys. We, we weren't going to shut them down because we were enjoying the conversation. Yeah. So, so uh, anyway, so here's a little conversation about uh, tur- turkeys. <laughs> Okay, yeah. you, you might remember they used to be out west on Old Thirty. There was a there was a the, uh, place that they done ducks and turkeys. Yeah, that's where she yeah. worked. Well, I oh, worked okay. there yeah. bef- well, well, before I, I was eighteen. When I was in high school, then I was eighteen. Then I went to the. We used, okay. We he'd hire three or four of us kids to load trucks, and we wouldn't load them till after about 1, 2 o'clock in the morning because they didn't have refrigeration. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then they'd and, uh, delivered in the morning. And he paid, there'd be three of us, and he'd pay us 10 bucks a piece. Now, that was that was $5 an hour because it took us about two hours to load. That was pretty good money. That's high yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> when I graduated from high school, he, he came to me and he said, during Christmas, and New Year's, they delivered dressed turkeys to the groceries all over the state of Ohio. He wanted, he said, would you drive for me? I said, yeah. So I did. Now I'd leave here. I'd leave here at 6 in the morning yeah. and get back about 6 at night. He'd load the truck, get back here at 10 o'clock. And the first year, he, he, he paid me a buck seventy-five an hour. And he said, don't tell anybody because these guys are only making a dollar. <laughs> I, I drove that truck for him over Christmas or Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. for about three or four years. Yeah. And I think I was making two and a quarter on a. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, that was big money. Sure. Yeah. Because I, I was getting 70 and 80 hours. Of, yeah. You put that together. That's yep. Like 20 bucks for a day's work, basically. Yeah, and he would pay me when I left the house. 
till I come back. No dinner. Uh, the dinner went right along because hell, half the time I just grab a sandwich or eat on the road or someplace you could get a sack of sandwiches for about <laughs> six or eight sandwiches for a dollar. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a good day, right? I'd take yeah. six or eight sandwiches <laughs> for a dollar. Yeah. We, we yeah. Yeah, but, all right, I was coming out, of Cleo, coming out of Columbus, and they had a patrol station. You had to pull in with a truck. Yep. I don't know I was, what I was thinking about. I was empty. But I had, I, I dropped one turkey. Often I put it back in the truck because it, you know, probably broke the bag. And the patrol stopped me. He said, You didn't stop at the place back. I no, I didn't. I was just wasn't thinking. Because yeah. I'd use it, you're driving a car, you didn't have to stop. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he said, What do you got in there? I said, One Tom turkey. And he thought I was kidding him. <laughs> yeah. He said, I want to see. I said, Open the door. And I never laid that old turkey. <laughs> he said, I won't arrest you. Well, where you come off on 20, or that 36 and 37? Yep. Well, I had to go clear back. And then there was no place you could turn around with a damn truck till you got clear back in the club. He said, you go back, go around, come back up and go across. I'm all wretched. So I drove all. <laughs> got paid by the hour, though, right? Yeah, got paid. By- <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'd been hitting her pretty hard. And that, that time I was at McDonald's. Just when you get on 37, that was all that was there then. Yeah. I pulled in, uh, ate dinner, and I was out of time. Hell, I half fell asleep. <laughs> then finally, this lady, waiter comes in, we woke me up. <laughs> I'd eat dinner and <laughs> fell asleep. Probably not that unusual, actually, yeah. for people to do. That was, that was, we made good, did, there was three of us that helped load that down. At one o'clock in the morning, and Walter, you got to. Is that who you worked for? They, well, Passett's well, owned it. So you remember Arrow Barrel, Susie Passett? You probably you don't want to remember no. him. And uh, they sh- sh- had this, well, it was Indian Springs Poultry, Indian is what Springs it's called. Poultry. Okay. So it's where the. Yeah, that, that's the place up here on Old Thirty. On the it's on the north side of Old Thirty. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that, well, Bob that, and Joyce Richards lived in the house. Okay, that newer house because yep. he worked for them, and then he owned that. And okay. Then, yeah. So, but the way I always laugh because I said, "Well, in that too, you do something like that when you uh, like uh, the places uptown, the factories and stuff mm-hmm. would call and say, you know, we need so many fresh turkeys.'" Oh, yeah, for yeah. Christmas yeah. bonus. Yeah. Well, you know how, we got... how you made a fresh turkey. <laughs> you threw them in the water. You just threw them in the, water the, deep, <laughs> <into> the water. Oh, Millington's. The old Millington's would yeah. get two, 200, oh, 250. Yeah, I remember yeah. My, my dad used to always get a turkey I'd get in well, about 8 o'clock, then, Bob like... said, we've got to fix up 200 fresh turkeys, <laughs> and they'd go into the cold water. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that, well, and then just like... They was Indian Springs. That was their brand name, and then they would like checks. I can't even remember what what their Eagles was. Nest grocery. Well, no. yeah, it was a grocery store. They oh, had checks yeah. grocery. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. they, they had, had their... seven grocery stores through the state. Well, they had. Oh, did they? But, was, uh... but they had their brand of turkeys. So everybody, you know, like you get all these. That was their well, store brand, or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like Indian Springs was probably back then, you know, sixty nine cents, but you could 
But these others, all we did was change bags. Yeah. yeah and then sure. same turkeys. They do that now with Walmart. Yeah, Put a different name yeah. on it. Yeah. Charge 10 extra cents. Yeah, yeah. because it, that's exactly what we did. They did. This one yeah. says craft. We'll charge a dollar extra for it. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but, well, if you stop and think in this United States, how many turkey farms are there? Uh, there's so, you know, they're all froze. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all froze. Sure. Everybody this. said, well, I wouldn't buy nothing but a fresh turkey. You? I wouldn't get a fresh turkey because you don't know how long <laughs> they've been sold. You can buy them now fresh, but you have there's farms that will raise them all year. And then like two days before Thanksgiving... If you have an order and they'll butcher well, them for you, you call them and they come. You hope. You, right. you know, <laughs> that's what they tell you. They yeah, just they, butchered this yesterday. <laughs> okay, so just going to cut in here again. Uh, just such a great conversation. And I hope you guys are laughing. Brian and I just were re-listening to it and laughing. And <laughs> the way M laughed at the end of that uh, about the, the fresh turkeys versus the frozen turkeys still just makes me smile. So It, it really was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. These guys are great. Uh, super fun. So uh, here at the end, Brian, I just had a couple more questions for them. Uh, I actually talked to Jim at Slipper Murder uh, and got some good stuff. And uh, towards the end of it, we talked about, uh, I, I cut the stuff out of this podcast because I'm trying to convince Brian that we need to do an episode soon on the Red Slipper Murder Mystery, uh, which really isn't a mystery. It's the Red <laughs> Slipper Murder. We, we know about it. Yeah. yeah uh, and uh, so Jim had some insight on it because he had lived out by there and knew where it was and all that. And he was a kid and he kind of like did some slight bodyguarding of the spot for a little while. But anyway, I, I would call it like light deputy work, light deputy work <laughs> that then ended up getting him into, uh, he was a, an auxiliary, uh, an auxiliary for the sheriff department yep. for a long, long time. And then, um, he mentioned something about the posse, which got my attention. And, uh, so that's where we'll, we'll pick back up here. You mentioned something the other day and I wanted to ask you about it. You, you were talking about the auxiliary and then you said, Oh no, they were on the posse. Okay. <laughs> after that, yeah. it was after the auxiliary. Auxiliary went on in 56. The posse went on in about 60. What's the posse? Well, okay. They, they had horses. They had a horse. <laughs> oh. They had horses. They were, they were deputized. Wait, you serious? They had horses? Yeah. Yeah, they all had horses. And like at the fair, they, them oh. guys is on horses. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is like a mounted patrol. Well, no, it's just what it was. Okay. Yeah. And it was they about it the posse. 10. <laughs> okay. There's about 10 of them on it. Okay. Yeah. And then, then when that split up, a number of them went on auxiliary, and there's a couple of them on auxiliary yet. Well, I have one more question, and I think the listeners are going to want to want to hear about this briefly. What can you tell me about your barn out here? The, barn. the brick barn. What do you know? What year it was? Oh, built? this one. Yeah, because because it's a really, it's was, a unique barn. No, yeah. you, you don't believe this, but that was built for an elevator. Now that they put a lag, you know what lag is? Like a grain. It's a grain right Okay, now. that yeah. one. You, you couldn't buy one then. They made that, okay. put it in there, and there's bins in there, and you could oh. go up to the third floor and move that around. <laughs> no kidding. It's it was built for. Then there's a you, pit. You were probably what three or four. Oh, uh, I can remember, but just yeah. okay. Yeah, so I mean, probably right, probably three or four. They I had a pile of sand there, and I was playing in the damn <laughs> sand. I've had pictures. I think. 
I can remember because I see pictures. Well, so your yeah. dad built that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it was so it was uh, probably around the four what 1940 that it was. 1940. Hey. No, you weren't that old. Ah. Oh, that's 37. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, 39. About, I was about two or three. Yeah, I can yeah. say that's okay. what I say about the 40s. It was, or, like, it was built. Well, they're, they're, You'd be surprised at the people that will come to the door and want to take, take pictures. Take, well, yeah, got, that, that's why got, it is, it's a neat barn. Yeah, yeah. So. They, they, they take their wedding pictures out there. Well, yeah, they, Jill and yeah, my one niece, my one great niece did. She wouldn't know she could. They yep. could come out here and take their wedding pictures. They, they don't them build them like that anymore. So. No. You don't see them. You'd be surprised how many people will stop. Yeah. That, that's that's why I asked. They think it's a barn. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, it's I, a I always assumed it was, too. It's so. a granary. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a grain storage. That makes it sense. Was built, it was built for wagons. You can't, you can't. You can't get a truck in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Neat. So that's what those, is it four doors? Does it have four, like, on Four down below. Yeah. 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 That's where you put the wagon in, and then and you, you pull the holes and run yep. out into yep. the wagon. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. then, and then there's the, the where they're, you know, they're not very big, but the bins, you know, where you keep them putting, the bins, stacking yeah. them. Yep. Each one higher of the bins will probably hold and then three there's to a four, third, then three there's to four hundred right Okay. Then there's uh, the third floor. <laughs> That's not much now. There's a third floor up well, there. Well, there was no raise. Yeah. Dad... Made a board, probably about a board like at this table with a rope on it. And they pulled the board back, and then they pulled the grain off with a board mm-hmm. with a tractor. And then had no hoist on it. Crazy the technological changes yeah. in farming mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. you started. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we kind of ended there. Uh, we went on and on, and I had to find a place to end this. Uh, but there was a lot of just us shooting the breeze. <laughs> uh, I think I had about an hour and 50 minutes worth of footage, uh, worth of reel or whatever you yeah. want to call it on this. And I just had to go through, try to, we try to keep these, try to keep them around an hour. And, uh, you know, so anyway, so it was a great conversation with Jim it was. and yeah. um, uh, just a great old couple. They, J- Jim Riley, if you didn't, catch this at the beginning has lived in that house his entire life yeah that's amazing he was <laughs> born in the bedroom that he now sleeps in that's wild yeah uh just a cool and they're just an old you know brian and i kind of killed two birds with one stone because we we wanted to talk about canada and white mm-hmm. fish falls and i think there's still a lot that we can do to talk about that uh, but we also had talked about, you know, wanting to do a farmer and wanting to do like an old well, farm family. We, and we, cer- we certainly like to keep a local flair. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there were some people that, that we've kind of picked out and we, yeah, to Graham's point, we, we, it was dual purpose. We, we did that on purpose and actually it was triple purpose if you look at it that way, because we also got some red slipper stuff involved too. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're kind of putting some pieces together, trying to find some, uh, some big stories. We still haven't forgot about the Swank House stuff. Um, yeah, we're working. Yeah, it's we're. I I, I feel like one of these days I'm gonna have a bunch of free time and I'm gonna <laughs> the stories. Yeah. it's been super fun. It has been. This one was really fun to get to talk to Jim and M, and uh, you know, uh, hopefully, they we could have talked to, to him forever. I've they already had. A few, they would have talked to us forever. Oh yeah, and I've already had a few family members who, who are probably <laughs> listening. Who have been like, oh boy, uh, <laughs> good luck with that one. Like, it's going to be a lot. There's yeah. going to be a lot to talk about. I, I've had, I've, I've told, I think two people I've told so far, and and they both went, oh, no kidding. <laughs> like, like they, yeah. they know what's coming. So. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. So it was fun. So uh, we hope that you guys stay listening. We hope that you guys go to our Facebook page, yep. go to our website. Um, you know, tell your friends about us. If you haven't subscribed to the Real Stories podcast, hit that subscribe button down there. It helps us just get the word out. Yeah. The more subscribers we have, the higher, the easier it is to search for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It affects our uh, status with the with Google's. Uh, I believe since the last time we published, Brian, we. Uh, crossed over 10,000 downloads. We did. In fact, uh, Graham and I celebrated that night with our wives, Jordan and uh, Michelle. And uh, yeah, we we have gone over 10,000. We're actually at 12,800 now. So we're up, we're we're moving up there in the podcast world. I think they generally like to see millions of of downloads, but you know. We've got double digit thousands though. And and we've made it very clear this is a fairly local flair. Like you said. We we intended it as a hobby and we've not changed our objective yes so. but if you want to sponsor us you'll let us know thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> we would be happy to take uh it's been fun it's been real it's been real fun thank you for listening